live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Dribbling it right side. They need a three to tie. They're looking for O'Banner. He's in trouble. Forces one up. It's an air ball, and KU will win. Cash will push it. Here's Marquis. Stops and pops for three. Yes, sir. There's the horn. The Wildcats have done it. They win in Austin, beating the sixth-ranked Longhorns 116-103. to Settles in the hands of Wiggins. Open his left wing. Three-pointer is on the way. Switch. Cha-ching, money ball number 20 for the Thunder tonight. Final horn makes it official. Thunder rumble to the 150-117 route of Boston. Good morning, my friend. How you feeling this morning after that incredible performance last night? Have you had a chance to get any sleep? Uh, you know, a few hours. Not many. Uh, <laughs> I've been, been wondering about... Uh, yeah, no, not many. <laughs> Hour two on a Wednesday, January 4, Toby and TJ back with you. Did you see Dan Orlovsky pray on the air yesterday on NFL Live? Uh, yes. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty awesome. That's a thought. cool moment. Yeah, cool moment. I took some guts. Especially with that company and some of their yeah. way they handle things sometimes. And he's like, you know what? I'm, I don't care. I'm going to do it. And just goes goes with it. I like him. I, I've always liked him. I think he's opinionated, and that's fine. I, I don't. I'm okay with not agreeing with everybody's opinions all the time. But he seems to – he comes across as a nice guy. Like, I follow him on Instagram, and he comes across as a nice guy. And uh, I, like I said, whether I like you as a broadcaster or not has very little to do with whether I agree with you. And I agree with him a lot, but there are some things he, that I don't agree with. But I just – I like him. So, anyway – he called our game in Orlando, mm-hmm. and Gabe knows him real well and says he is just a 1,000% human being. And so I was like, all right. Well, that just kind of verified. Like, I didn't meet him or talk to him or I'm not, I don't have any great story about we went out to eat or anything like that. I was just, that was good to hear that somebody who does know him, because sometimes that doesn't go that way, you know? Sometimes you like somebody, and then you're like, oh, yeah, you should see this guy really behind the scenes. He's just putting on an act on the camera. So I think he's I think he's a legitimately good dude. Sounds like it. And that was pretty cool. I mean, again, I'm sure he didn't ask for permission to do that or anything. He just said, I'm going to do this, and we'll see what happens. And it seems like it has been received. In fact, I saw him replaying it on SportsCenter this morning, which means it's got the okay from somebody. You know, the somebody up up the food chain at ESPN said, yeah, we're okay with this. Replay right, it. Right. So um, that's good. That's good. Uh, is there anything new that you're seeing on DeMar Hamlin today? No, I know the uh, the uncle came out yesterday and said, you know, he was breathing some on his own now, like 50% is uh, – it was at 100%. He said now the machine's just helping at 50%. And I saw – uh, well, who's the NFL doctor that has the Twitter account that's so popular? Uh, Dr. Uh, Chow said something along the lines of what he knows about what's going on, 50% is really good, and that's that's 
a really positive sign from where he was just 24 hours earlier and that it could mean that they could try to attempt to take him off of that ventilator within the next, at that point it was the next day or so, like sometime into today if he was still progressing at that at that rate. So that was just his, you know, his opinion as a doctor without having, you know, you know, sat there and seen what's going on with him. But he said just what he knows in those situations, he wouldn't be surprised if he was off that within 24 hours. So that was that was the latest that I saw last night with the uncle. That's good. It seems yeah. like that we that he is very much still in the danger zone, but at least the dribbles of news that are coming out here and there have been in the direction of positive in the last 24 hours or so. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's uh, that's better than the, than the the opposite. I I am fascinated to watch just kind of the bigger picture here of the sports world responding to this and uh, how um, you know. Fortunately, these things don't happen very often. I was telling my wife about Hank Gathers. I was like, this, you know, and I, that's what it reminded me of, and I'm sure, yeah. I'm the one millionth person to say that, but um, I'm, I, I was telling her about Hank Gathers and, you know, there have been a, a Dale Earnhardt senior. I remember that day very well. And just a handful of those throughout our lifetime that were, you know, in the, in the same family and uh, how we as a society and as sports fans and as just human beings get so wound up over how much cushion our cornerbacks are giving or whether our postman is uh, uh, fouling too much or what our middle relief is like or whatever. I'm not speaking to any school or team or anything. I'm just picking out different things in sports here, TJ. And that's fine. I'm not saying that's wrong. I mean, that's just that's sports. That's. We, we come on sports radio and we go on message boards and we go around water coolers, if anybody still has water coolers, and we are passionately opinionated about these things. And then once every blue moon, something like this comes along and everybody just kind of goes, oh, yeah, that's kind of silly, isn't it? You know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Forgot what, like, these are, these are, <laughs> these are people, man. These are people. And so, the whole sports world, I think, has been shocked. Has been shocked back into this dad gummit, man. Like, this is real life situation. Here. These aren't performers; these are real people. Like they, yeah. they, they have families and they have you know, children and wives and husbands and yeah. So and maybe maybe, you know, I don't, there's a whole other discussion at some point about, well, why come you care about this guy and you don't care about that person because he's an athlete, all this kind of stuff. Man, I don't care how it happens. If it happens, it happens, and I think it's good. I think it's good when everybody kind of reevaluates things. So, um, yeah, I mean, just keep just keep moving in that direction. Uh, I, never, I, don't, I don't know DeMar Hamlin until this happened, but the whole situation of everybody donating to his uh, – um, it was a toy drive, toy, right? A toy drive, yeah. I don't know what it's at now. Last I saw, it was like three and a half million. I still, like yesterday that. evening, it was over four. So that's amazing. Yeah. And Can I think, you imagine the moment? I think his when goal he... was 
His goal was like really low, like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine when when he pulls out of this, right? And at some points checks in on that. It's just going to be amazing. It's well, just going to be an amazing moment. Uh, I don't. Did you see the uncle last night? He he kind of talked about that, like the overwhelming support, and he goes. He was talking in a positive manner, like he's going to pull through this. Like most people that something like this happens to, they don't get to pull through and see how the world came together and how they supported them and how they loved them. And he's like, he's going to get to see this. He's going to get to come on the other side. We're going to get him through this. And then he's going to look back and say, whoa, the whole world like has shown the family love and and the the donations and everything that's yeah. going on he said he's going to get to see that and that's a cool cuz he said a lot of us when we find ourselves in this situation we're just gone and we don't get to Mike appreciate Leach. that love you know so Mike Leach yeah know? exactly yeah Mike somebody Leach. somebody like that uh, dies unexpectedly right. and 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 we all you know tell stories about him and say what wonderful people they are and they and they've gone on unfortunately and hopefully that's not the case here um so yeah, but everybody uh, just keeping an eye, hoping for the best. Every time you see a scroll on the bottom of Sports Center, really anywhere, it's a national story at all levels. You're just hoping for a nugget of good news um, that will keep trending in a positive direction. Okay, I got to yak in, in that first. Now, first off, TJ, let me. St- we got new sponsors. I can tell. Like the open is different. You you said something about a Buffalo Wild Wings studio now. That's so right. January first has brought some change. It sounds like to our show. <laughs> so many changes. I uh, they're scrambled around in my head. Yeah, the Buffalo Wild Wings studios now. Um, so welcome to them. That uh, sounds delicious. So does yeah. that come with any in studio benefits? Because that'll get me there more often. I if- every morning uh, as part of this get uh, twenty four. Uh, wings delivered to me uh, at the door when uh, the show starts. So yeah, I've had uh, a couple of dozen wings already this morning. So well, that'll be every day. Like me pretty, you're gonna uh, that'll be like every me day. <laughs> Brown O'Haver, who used to uh, sponsor the studios, now uh, powering our statewide network across all oh. of our affiliates. The Brown O'Haver uh, Ref Radio Sports Network. So they power that nice. now. Yeah, nice. and uh, Riverwind uh, Hotel. Helping us out on the show now, so the sponsor of the T Row in the morning right. show. That's right, the Riverwind Showplace Theater concerts return in summer of 2023. They're telling me so. Any good concerts coming up? I need to know about. You know what? One got announced yesterday, and it's coming up here quick. And I am Oklahoma City I'm, or Tulsa? Uh, Oklahoma City, Paycom. I'm trying to decide if I'm buying tickets to it this morning. So country, uh, not country. Not music. Comedy show. Comedy? Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock oh. co-headlining a tour. You can have that one. Yeah. That is not up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> Any good country music uh, coming to town? Uh, not that's been announced here, but I'm sure some will as people start announcing their summer tours and stuff coming up. I so. heard some good music the last few days. I was I was going to ask... We kind of talked about the boots and this and that, but how was Nashville? Because I'm extremely jealous you went to Nashville. I we were When's going the last to go at some point. I've never been in my life, and we were going to go at one point, and then it got it was COVID yeah, year. We're going to Mexico, man. Well, it was COVID year, so it got canceled. That's where we were going to go in the summer, and then last year I found out 
that Chiefs was going to open, and I said, well, I can't go until Chiefs is open. So yeah. it's, um, like it's still a ways away. How, when's um, that supposed to open? It's supposed to open uh, sometime before the summer, I think. So I don't think it's going to make it. Um, so I'm kind of waiting until that. So, no, I've never been. And then I heard someone, you weren't brought up, but Friday night it was Nashville was brought up, and a guy that uh, I trust, and me and him are really big into music, and he kind of feels about music the way I do, and he goes, I was disappointed in Nashville. And I go, what? He goes, it was too busy for me. It was crowded. It was, it wasn't, I didn't see some of the up-and-coming music I thought I'd see. Um, but he, he had a good time. He just said it wasn't what he was expecting and envisioning in his head once he went. So Okay, so here's what I thought. I when we went, I've I've never been to Broadway. I think actually with my with our family when we came back on vacation, we were talking about this. I think we stopped down there and like ate as a family at some chicken place or something. But we didn't like do Broadway, right? Um, so I was like, all right, we were going on New Year's. I don't know what's going to be open on New Year's Day, and I want to make sure we see some music while we're there. So I was like googling around what what restaurants are going to have live music, all that kind of stuff. That was silly. Like that was yeah. It's the it's the place to go right now. So it's it's everywhere. I think yeah. We walk in. So the first day at lunch, we go to Blake Shelton's place, Old Red. Stage band. They're going from the moment we walk in all day long. They got live music all day long. They're great. So we have lunch. We watch this band. Everybody's you know trying to make a name for themselves, and um and then that night. We went to Jason Aldean. Well, we went to we put our names in to get music or to get food at um, uh, Luke Bryan's place, and it was going to be like an hour and a half wait. So we went over to check out Jason Aldean's place, which was right next door, and listened to some music over there while we were waiting. They text us when our table's ready. Right. So we went to Jason Aldean's music there. Great. Went back to, when got, we we went back to eat at Luke Bryan's, which is on a floor where there's not music. But then afterwards, went downstairs where there's another music. That's probably the guy we enjoyed the most that night. Brett Smith was his name. Uh, every everywhere you went, every restaurant, music all the time, all the time. Somebody's on a stage at every restaurant down there all the time. We went to Miranda Lambert's restaurant. We went to the Justin Timberlake's opened a place down there. It's, it's kind of a supper club, but it's got like four different levels. And we yesterday before we went to the airport, we went to that place and listened to a guy. We went to a place. We had reservations at a place called the Listening Room Monday night. And uh, this was like uh, a place where, you, you know, you, you pay to get in. Mm -hmm. And so there's not like people coming and going the whole time. You just you eat dinner, you watch whoever the performance is that night and you leave. And it was like five up and coming female artists where that was that night. Right. And that was great. Like one this one girl has been on America's Got Talent. I'm telling you, she's seventeen years old. She's gonna be a star. Um so it was silly that I was Googling where can I listen to live music because it was <laughs> I don't think I'm it ever stopped. I'm in my hotel yeah. room and I can hear like four different restaurants going at one time. <laughs> It's everywhere. It's and I thought it was fantastic. Like every, you know me, I love everything. There was one guy that I was like, this guy probably shouldn't be on. You know, he's not ready for. He should be at Pigeon Forge or something like that. He's not ready for Nashville. But <laughs> everybody else was like really good. They're all really good. They're mostly doing covers. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, they'll slip in like this is a song I wrote. 
but mostly they're all doing covers. But it's great. It's a good time. It was very crowded on New Year's Day, so we had to wait for a table like an hour and a half for dinner. But on the second, it wasn't that bad. Yesterday when we were leaving for the airport, it wasn't bad at all. And uh, so I thought, I think if you know what you're getting into, like this person that said it was too crowded or whatever, like that's what it is. Yeah. That's like going to Vegas and saying, uh, the people stayed up too late. Like that's just, that's what it is, you know? So it's crowded. It's loud. It's bourbon street with country music, basically. And not as many strip clubs, no strip man. clubs, you know, and just it's, you're going to love it. It's heaven, man. If I you're know, a country music fan, it's heaven. Neon signs everywhere. All your favorite artists have their own restaurant, and you can hear live country music from probably 10 in the morning till 4 o'clock in the next morning. Constant. It's great. Man. I loved it. We'll go back. We went to... I was going to say, it was a short trip for you. It was just kind of a quick getaway. So you didn't have time for, like, the Opry and all that. You were probably just... We have been to the Opry. Okay. Okay. And... We toured the Ryman yesterday. I forgot to tell you. How about that? Before we went to the airport, we toured That's the Ryman Auditorium. Yeah, that was fantastic. It was awesome. I, I got to see a concert there. After going there, I was like, this would be the greatest place in the world to see a concert. Yeah. So I got to go back of you. to see a concert there. Boots and all, I'm jealous of you. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a trip. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Did you see that guy uh, in Nashville? Who's that? Listen listen to the voice. See if you can tell who this is. That is uh, Luke Grimes, who plays Casey Dutton. That's the song he just dropped about a month ago. He's putting out an album. I did not see him. I didn't see anybody famous. What are you doing? Kid Rock was right there, probably. You just probably need to go find him. I think they were all in town for that big bash on New Year's Eve. (laughs) Right. And we're flying in, and I'm like, I'm telling Jenny, I bet they're all staying at our hotel. I bet we're going to see them all in the lobby. We're going to see every one of them today. (laughs) Just right there in the lobby. They're all hanging out in the lobby, swapping stories. We're going to jump right in. They're going to love us. I didn't see anybody famous. Well, not yet. I mean, someday maybe. You're going to ask me about my boots? (laughs) We're going to have a big time. Exactly. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Burley Boomer says, good morning, guys. Welcome back, Toby. It's great to have the voice back on the morning show. Thank you. Uh, Happy New Year, fellas. I hope all is well. I took a little time off of work and unfortunately missed all of the morning shows while I was off. I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. With the World Cup prize package, Chris in Choctaw. Was he one of our winners? I got the Hang on, I guess. I haven't oh, thrown yeah. it away. Second place, Chris. I'll get with you soon. I'm uh, the guy that the sales guy has been off that uh, handles uh, you, the you prize package. You need his info, right? Yeah. You have yeah. his info? I've got it here now. So okay. I'll let you know, Chris, as soon as, soon as I have that. Uh, congratulations on your second place finish. Congrats. Uh, I texted in yesterday to say that I thought Toby is the John Dutton of KREF. TJ shut that notion down. What say you, T-Row? I said you were no John Dutton. You're more Jamie Dutton. What did they mean by that? I don't know. That's all it said. And I said, John Dutton? Toby's no John Dutton. Like, you're not cutthroat enough to be John Dutton. No. 
I am not cool enough or nor cutthroat. I'm just <laughs> trying to think like in the greater landscape of like I've been around longer than everyone now, except for you. Like you and I, we are kind of the godfathers yeah. of the state. January fourth, it's my anniversary today. So in that aspect, uh, we've seen a lot of people come and go. We've seen a lot of whippersnappers, and we've seen some. <laughs> that's correct. No, that's right. Some, some some dismissals and some people that have gone on to bigger and better things. Quite frankly, uh, and so I get like in that regard, but no, I'm not. Like, there's no cutthroat part of me, really, whatsoever. Like, I'm not. John Dutton is driving people to the train station. Or having Rip drive or have, people to the Or having station. Rip do that, right? You're, you're not having anyone taken out. I don't so. see any. I don't know. I, don't I joked that you were Jamie, but I don't even think you're Jamie. I don't know if there's a character really that fits, well, either one of us on that show. So, hmm. I could see like the, what the, I like there, I get a lot that I look a lot like Kevin Costner. So from that aspect, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But, like, from the character's perspective, it's hard to see the analogy. Go ahead. What else uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, as a basketball band alumni, I was fortunate to help fill in with the basketball band at the OU Texas game last week while we were visiting family in OKC yeah. for the holidays, and the pride of Oklahoma was still traveling back from the bowl game. That was one of the best crowd environments I remember Great. at the LNC, even from Great. my days in school in the early 2000s when we had some solid teams. Hope Sooner fans in the arena in the area keep it going this is a team with a lot of potential fun to watch eric in illinois thanks for being there eric fun atmosphere a lot of fun of course tj wasn't there he doesn't go to uh support ou very much but i was there and i'm glad you were there and uh 10, plus sooner fans were there that day and uh, how do you know i, was I wasn't there? there you haven't talked to me or seen me because i know you said you weren't going you were going to the oh, lake yeah, i was at New the Year's lake Eve. i did tell you that yeah um I wish they could have made one more basket, man. Or Texas, at least get fouled on the bank three at the end and tie it, you know. Texas just makes massive shots against OU and Norman every year. It's it's copy and paste. Every year Texas comes to town. Close game, final minute, huge shots. And then they wouldn't miss free throws either. Like they just... They were clutch. You got to give them credit. They were clutch. Oh, you really? They missed one. Milo Shuzan had an open three that would have given them the lead with like 40 seconds left and missed it. And that's kind of the only shot anybody missed. And that was the difference in the game. I mean, in the last couple of minutes. In the last couple of minutes, yeah. That, uh, yesterday we were talking about, it and I said, you know, at home, you can't go on a seven and a half, eight minute stretch without scoring. You got to figure out how to score the basket. And, you know, Jalen Hill finally got a couple of back to back there to, to bust them out of that. But, boy, at home, make a few of those shots. And I think that game may play out differently at the end, even as hot as both teams were. But uh, credit Texas. Oh, you were stuck on 44 forever on that, in that second half. They are capable of going on scoring droughts. And, uh, yeah. Gotta gotta avoid those. By the way, Porter Moser coming up live, final hour of the show today. And Eric Heft coming up live, final hour of the show today. Iowa State color analyst, friend of the show. Iowa State has uh had a really good year. Uh gonna be a tough game tonight. 
Gonna be, but I mean, you can't afford to go zero and two with the first two games at home. So this is a really important one tonight for Oklahoma, I think, and it will be. I'm gonna tell you right now, Teach, if we're at the final media timeout and it's not a one possession game, I'll be stunned. I think that's just what we can assume all these are going to be. Yeah, it's going to it, be tough. It's going to be. They're ten. No, two, it doesn't matter. We we've talked about this last week or whenever it was. It doesn't matter now that you're in conference play. There's never a night you're going to come on here and be like, "This should be a easy win for OU." Yeah, should be a layup so, tonight, right? Did you see that graphic of toughest remaining schedules? Um, not that toughest, I, I'm sure I, I had I re- did. I think I retweeted it. Toughest remaining schedules in college basketball. Uh, going into last night, yeah, here it is. One is TCU. Tell me if you see anything uh, common here. Toughest remaining schedules, college basketball. One, TCU. Two, OU. Three, Iowa State. Four, Kansas. Five, Kansas State. Six, Texas Tech. Seven, Texas. Eight, Baylor. Nine, West Virginia. Ten, Oklahoma State. Huh. A lot of those sound uh, like the same conference. The ten toughest (laughs) remaining schedules in the country are all ten Big 12 teams. That's nuts. OU's number two. I mean, you are going to have to, if they're going to get to the tourney, they are going to have to beat some really good teams, really good teams, So, and especially at home. I'm, I'm eager to learn more about this Iowa State team because not much was expected from them this year. And uh, they beat North Carolina. They beat Villanova in overtime. Uh, they've been a, they, they beat St. John's when they were undefeated. They, uh, crushed Baylor 15 point win over Baylor in their big 12 opener in Ames on Saturday. So this is, uh, this is a team that under TJ Otzelberger has been one of the bright stories in all of college basketball this year. So we'll talk to Eric Heft at eight Oh five Porter Moser last half hour of the show this morning, just after eight 30. Quick break. It's 7.33 right now. The sun is coming up on the T-Row in the Morning Show. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Georgia and TCU coming up in the national championship game. Teach, what do you think about that? I'll Give keep the, not uh, believing in uh, the Horned Frogs, and they'll keep proving me wrong. So, <laughs> man, what uh, yeah. what two great games, though, on uh, Saturday. Oh, you know, we've had some blowouts in these playoffs and some games yeah. that just weren't entertaining at all, and both of those were dramatic and right down to the end and um, good, good fun football games, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the, the TCU-Michigan game was about as wild as it gets, and then, lo and behold, if the – George Ohio State game didn't almost top it. And for the kick to drop right at midnight and everything oh. was crazy. How nuts is that? Yeah, that, <laughs> that he misses right at midnight in Georgia. I didn't know what to cheer for. Like, I don't like Georgia. I don't like Ohio State, right? I didn't know what to do. I was just entertained by that game. And it comes down to that kick. And I was like, do I want him to make this or not? I couldn't figure out if I wanted him to make it or not. And then he shanked it. And that kind of made me happy. And then I saw Stetson Bennett celebrating, and I was like, God damn it, I should have been rooting for that to go in. 
But anyway, I don't know. Go TCU, right? Right? Yeah, and Drake got on to me yesterday because he said that goes against who I am because he considers them Cinderella. And I don't really consider TCU Cinderella. I get what he's saying with that. But, yeah, I'm I'm easily pulling for, for TCU in this game. There's no question for me on it. Well, now, why aren't they Cinderella? Um... Not in the, the the not in the same scope that I see Cinderella in the NCAA tournament is what I mean by that. So because they're a I mean power they're a power five, five they're a power five team. They're you know I consider them a legitimate program. They are surprising that's surprising that they're there and that they've had this turnaround in <laughs> one year and that's yeah. a Cinderella story. But I don't I don't consider them. You know how much did you enjoy the Tulane USC game? Um. I probably shouldn't have been cheering as loud as I was at the end of that game. <laughs> like, I don't know if OU probably could have beat Florida State on uh, Thursday night. I don't know that I would have been as happy as I was that Tulane <laughs> came back and beat <laughs> down 14, 15, whatever it was with four minutes left, and came back and beat Lincoln Riley and USC. And uh, the way it happened yes. was just, uh, like, Caleb Williams is on the sidelines the whole time, helpless. <laughs> right. What is Mario doing? I don't even know what he's doing. They get the safety. The defense is a sieve. I mean, it was just what a New Year's gift for Sooner Nation, right? Just an absolute gift. Yeah, see, I missed the safety. I left the room, and I come back, and I'm like, wait a minute. What just happened? And, um, yeah, just unbelievable the way it played out. Just yeah, uh, Sooner Nation was, uh, you could hear a scream go across Norman uh, <laughs> Monday yeah, afternoon when that went final. That It just made you believe that 2023 is going to be our year. That's absolutely, that's absolutely right. That, yeah. Happy New Year to us. What a year this is going to be for, for Sooner Nation, 2023. Mm. Okay, I, I've been yapping too much today, T. Let's empty out some of the text line. What do we got going on over there? Uh, let's see... Uh, this just says, by the way, guys, Air Comfort Solutions text line, by the way, when and why is the Cotton Bowl no longer associated with the Big 12? Well, it hasn't been for a while. Uh, the Big 12 has an association with the Sugar Bowl. Um, a Big 12 team can land in the Cotton Bowl, depending on the draw. Uh, but it's been a while, TJ, since the Cotton Bowl has been a Big 12 destination bowl. It's been a few years, yeah, several years. So I mean, the OU, the association with the Big 12 and the Sugar Bowl goes back, I want to say seven years or so now, right? Maybe more? Well, so, at least seven, yeah. Yeah. So as far as there being a, a tie-in between the Big 12 and the Cotton, it's been a bit. Been a bit. This texter says, I'm not old enough to remember uh, gathers, but watching what happened Monday night immediately triggered Owen Hart memories in my mind. Uh, wrestling. Um, yeah. That's, that, that's what, you know, that got compared to Monday night when Vince was completely opposite and the show must go on, get back out there and wrestle, and guys were just distraught the whole rest of the pay-per-view, so... Um, it may that have taken them a little bit, by but... the way. Last night, WWE. Yeah, it was right. We were right next door to that last night. How about that? Did you go? No. Well, should have headed over. Watch some WWE. 
it's six million today now is what we're being told on the uh, charity drive. So awesome. Uh, it's very cool. Uh oh, here we go. First one of the year. <clears throat> Let me stand up. Morning, buddy. Hey, oh, buddy. golly, I'm glad you're back. I hope you had a great holiday. Congrats on walking 500 miles. I'm Thanks. proud of you. Coming back from surgery like that, it's got to be hard. Thank you for being my friend and being such a needed voice of positivity <laughs> in a too dehumanizing <laughs> world of sports. Have a good day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, man, I'm top coughing for you right now. Goodness. I got my goal. I'm not here to tell you it's any great accomplishment, but it did feel good to set a New Year's resolution goal and to accomplish it. And uh, so that felt good. I got some new goals for 2023 we're going to go after. I'm going to keep that to myself for now. But... Um, I was, I was in uh, Orlando, and I'm doing the math in my head because I've been close for a while now, but it got so stinking cold, TJ. And so I was like, man, I'm going to have to get on a treadmill in Orlando because I was like eight miles away. And I was like, this cannot come down to New Year's. I got a game you on can't New blame Year's weather at the end back. of it. You know, you knew it was going to get cold, so that would right. be disappointing gotta... if you blamed weather at the end. So I hopped on the treadmill in Orlando to try to close the gap a little bit, and I got it down to four. And I was like, I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and we're going to have to go on a a pneumonia-inducing New Year's Eve walk to get there. I'm not going to end at 496. What a loser. But it was great. It felt good out there because I was like, I felt like I was taking a celebratory lap around the neighborhood. In my mind, all the neighbors were out on their front porch clapping for me and everything. And I'm (laughs) waving at everybody as I'm going around. And uh, yeah, it felt good. Felt good. <laughs> I did on my first walk of 2023 the other day. I did think of you, and uh, oh, thank you. Now I've got the Apple Watch. So I was starting my walk on my watch, you know. And uh, you I got thought, a goal? I thought to myself, you know, I should go for a thousand. Yeah. And double him up, and then I, I start yeah. walking, and I'm like, a thousand, you fool! That's like three miles a day. <laughs> what, what are you thinking? <laughs> It's not that so 500 is only like a mile and a half a day, right? But you got to think of all the days that you can't do anything like there are or just don't want to or or sick or whatever may come up life. I mean, yeah, schedule doesn't allow it. Weather doesn't allow it. Whatever the case may be, if if there are, you know, 50 to 100 of those and there easily can be. Then, then you got to figure. Okay, well now, now I'm up to what number a day? So you got to just when you got a chance, you got to really cram in as many miles as possible. So, uh, anyway, well, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Excellent job on no your part. Deal. Way to finish strong. Uh, felt the same about Nashville. Too much mainstream. Just a giant party. No up and comers. Oh, I disagree. I don't know. Like uh, everybody I saw was was uh, young. Everybody we saw the last couple of days was young, trying to make them a name for themselves, up-and-comers. That's all we saw at every restaurant we went to. This texture says, I'm going to the basketball game tonight. I can't wait. I'm so hyped. Let's get the W versus number 25, Iowa State. All right. Good attitude. TJ, will you be there tonight? I'll be watching on uh, the phone probably. I'll be here at the station till I got to come back and help with the rush tonight. So, 
I won't be there in person, no. <sighs> Sorry to disappoint you. Hey guys, listening from the delivery room, Baby Landry is on her way soon. Wow. wow. Who's that? Uh, The father of Baby Landry. I don't know. Does it have sign. a name? It's a 918 918 Good luck to you. Man, and, uh, good luck. Good way luck to, to bring wife. a child into this world listening to us in the morning. Uh, we are probably very much stress and labor inducing, TJ. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it is a common prescription for doctors to say, listen, first thing in the morning, turn on Toby and TJ. It'll really cause your wife anxiety and it will just force that baby right out of her um if the doctor does come in and say it's time say i'm listening to the t-row in the morning show is there a way we can put this off until 9 a.m yeah or just ask him to play it in the delivery room that's true you can do that yeah Yeah. it was my strategy with my wife i need to really watch this rangers playoff game can we schedule this uh for later in the day she looked at me and said (laughs) that's funny and i said and then uh, my Katie looked at her and goes, no, he's serious. Can we do this later? She's like, okay. (laughs) What a jerk. (laughs) Katie wanted to watch it, too. Rangers, Tampa Bay, we had to watch the game. Of course you did. Uh, Last one here. Kevin in Tulsa says, I recorded my song Pretty Little Blue-Eyed Babe from Bartlesville at the Air Castle Studio inside the Ryman. That's from Kevin, who sent us that song a while back. Yeah, I saw the Air Castle Studio yesterday. How cool is that, man? How cool is that? You've been to the Ryman? You haven't been to Nashville? I haven't been to Nashville, no. Man, I got to go see a concert at that place. It is the coolest. Break time. Toby and TJ back together again for a new year. Back after this. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the Morning Show. So who's really to blame? You know? He's Toby. I'm TJ. We are powered all across the state on the Ref Radio Sports Network by Brown O'Haver. Powered! Your insurance adjusters and fabulous podcasters. Brown O'Haver. Doc B called in off the air. Would like you to start the countdown, Toby. He said 44 days. 44 days. Until OU baseball, OU and he would like you to know 44 days. You know what? I'm going to write that down, Doc. I'm going to do that. 44. I haven't double-checked that, but I'm going to. I saw it on Twitter this morning. Johnny Baseball's got a countdown going. So all I need is two sources, and uh, it's a legitimate journalistic uh, story. So Johnny Baseball and Doc B are both reporting 44 days. I'm good to go with it, Teach. 44 days to OU Baseball. I can't wait, man. I'm, I have uh, certainly not – I anticipate every OU Baseball season. I don't know that I've been as excited for one to get here as I am for this one, and it's all – uh, you know, for obvious reasons, but right, can't wait. No, they've built great momentum. Hopefully, they can keep building off of last year. So that's right. Hey, question before you go on. Um, this is right around the time we started together. Yes, January. Today is my uh, uh, twenty-one years behind this mic. January fourth. So. You and I are somewhere close to this. Two years later. So yeah, yeah. 19 years. Can we start saying uh, 19 now? Can we start saying how many? Because can I? Yeah. Uh, are we at 19 years? Is, Ni- I don't uh, know the exact date, but it first was right week of January. Yeah, first week of January 2004. 
can't remember the 19 exact date. 19 years of the T-Row in the morning That's right. show. That's right. Well, of Toby and TJ being together. Correct. Man. Isn't that weird? We, what percentage of marriages have we outlasted? Uh, Probably 45% yeah. of marriages in today's Hang world. On, I yeah. can figure this out. Hang on. Hey, Surrey. <laughs> Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Here we go. Let's try that again. Hey, Siri. What percentage of marriage... Uh, it, it stopped on me. I don't have to say, hey, Siri. I just know that. What percentage of marriages make it 19 years? This is going to be sad, TJ. This is probably going to be a depressing. Um, hmm. Okay. I'm giving you an answer that you want. Well, it didn't pop up. I'm going to have to go to this website. Mm. Okay, I'm going to keep looking for this. Go ahead and keep reading. I was going to say, it's, it's, we've outlasted a high percentage, and I think that makes us, uh, we're boarding on legend status now, I believe. We'll go ahead and declare ourselves legends in the industry. So This says 52% of marriages make it 20 years. Wow. That's more than I would have guessed. But didn't I, I don't, I'm not finding a specific to 19, but... How about how about we've done well? How about that? No, what did you just declare us? Legends. Legends uh, in the industry. I, don't know I think that. we can that declare ourselves bit, legends at this point. That seems a bit much. <laughs> Top of the hour break. We'll be back.